please help us this morning to try to understand and uh, as David preaches this morning we pray for him to speak clearly and pray that our hearts are touched with the words that we hear this morning thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen this is Jesus before Pilate then Jesus, then the Jews led Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said, take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus and asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked? Or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth, retorted Pilate. With this, he went out again to the Jews gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him, but it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, no, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. Welcome to Campbell South Anglican Church. You can't handle the truth. Colonel Jessup in the movie A Few Good Men says this during a heated uh, courtroom investigation led by Lieutenant Daniel. And Lieutenant Daniel says, I want the truth about the death of this soldier. And Colonel Jessup barks, you can't handle the truth. And then launches into a monologue about how sometimes things happen that the public doesn't need to know about. And although the effect might seem bad, like a soldier dying, the benefits far outweighs the consequence. And while no one remembers the philosophical conundrum, uh, and whether it's true or not, there can be times we find the truth hard to accept. You know, whether when we've done poorly in an exam, or in a fitness test, an eye test, a driving test. We can find the, the truth hard to accept when we hear of the news of a loved one whose health continues to decline or the reality of sin in, in our lives when a friend lovingly rebukes you. Can you handle the truth? Well, this morning we continue in John's Gospel, and Jesus continues on trial. 
Last week it was Annas, the former high priest investigating Jesus. And today, well, it's Pilate's turn, the Roman governor. And during the hearing, uh, Jesus tells Pilate in verse 37, for this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Jesus is on the side of truth, but can Pilate handle the truth? Or will he be like the Jewish authorities, like we've seen, who've rejected Jesus and the truth? so that they can hold on to their power and control over the people. Well, last week we left Jesus in the hands of Annas, who interrogated Jesus illegally in a sham of a trial. The truth was not sought, but denied. And then Jesus was was sent to Caiaphas. Uh, And while in John's Gospel we don't see Jesus before Caiaphas, before the Sanhedrin, actually we've seen what we need to see. The Jewish authorities hate his guts. They can't handle the truth and they want him dead. And so they take Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. And what we'll see here about the Jews here is that they are hypocritical and determined. Follow along there from verse 28. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the place, palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness, they did not enter the palace, because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not, be hand- we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said, Take him yourself, and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. The first thing we'll notice about the Jews is that they are hypocritical. We see it there in verse 28. They don't enter Pilate's palace because he's a Gentile. See, they didn't want to become ceremonially unclean. You see, it was Passover time and there were great feasts and celebrations that took place to remember God's great saving act of saving his people out of slavery in Egypt. And to enter the house of a Gentile, a non-Jew, well, that would make them unclean. And while there was a process to become clean, it could take up to a week. And so to avoid that, well, they just stood outside. But you see, here lies the hypocrisy. The Jews went to great lengths to avoid becoming ceremonially unclean and yet aren't concerned one little bit by being burdened with moral guilt of condemning an innocent man to death. They don't want to be contaminated and yet manipulate the situation so that Jesus dies. They have blood on their hands. They're morally compromised. But for hypocrites, well, that doesn't matter. And while they won't enter a Gentile's house, they will use a Gentile to achieve their bloody, murderous plot to kill Jesus. The Jews are hypocrites. But they're also determined. They're so determined to kill Jesus, they'll do whatever they can to see it through. They they don't even have a specific charge against him, verse 30. If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have handed him over to you. He's evil. He's a criminal, they yell. 
they're so determined to impress the danger of, of Jesus to Pilate, but there's no watertight case. In fact, they're not being concrete at all. In fact, avoid being concrete because their real issue is theological, like we saw last week. But Pilate doesn't care about theology. He doesn't want to get involved in theological concerns or, or internal disputes and tells them, you deal with it yourself. But how frustrating this would have been for, for the Jewish authorities. They would have thought it was a done deal. Remember, there would have been all these backdoor dealings with Pilate. You see, Pilate had sent all those soldiers to arrest Jesus with them. And now that Pilate has him in his hands, well, Pilate's not playing ball. And so they say, but we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. You see, the Jews have trial Jesus, and they think he deserves death. But they have no right, they have no power to kill someone. You see, the Romans who occupied them, they left the Jews in charge to deal with their own internal matters. You deal with that stuff. But when it came to capital punishment, a death sentence, well, the Romans, Romans held on to that power very tightly. Only the Romans had the power to determine whether someone was killed or not. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. You see, Jesus told us back in John 12 that he would die by being lifted up from the earth. He would be lifted up onto a cross and die by crucifixion, just like he said. He wouldn't be killed by being stoned to death, but by the Roman capital punishment, crucifixion. You see, the Jews were so determined to kill Jesus, they wouldn't let the truth or their religion get in the way because they were hypocritical, determined Jews. Well, Pilate's been outside listening to the Jews and he now goes inside to speak with, with Jesus. And we see a cowardly Pilate. Pilate was a morally weak, indecisive, fickle man. He was stubborn and, and brutal in dealing with those who opposed him. And it's not just the Bible that portrays him like this. Sources outside the Bible describe him like this too. We, we see his cowardice and, and indecisiveness here. Sure, he, he pushes back against the Jewish authorities, but he doesn't throw out the case. He, he goes back and forth, inside, outside, as we'll see next week as well. He's unable to work out the truth, uh, work out, he's unable to do what the truth requires. Well, Pilate speaks to Jesus and he asks him there in verse 33, are you the king of the Jews? The Jews have obviously had conversations with Pilate behind the scenes and raised their concerns about Jesus. He claims to be the king. He's a threat to the empire. And so Pilate asks Jesus about it. But Jesus responds gracefully. Is that your own idea, Jesus asked? Or did others talk to you about me? You see, Jesus gives Pilate a chance to think for himself. Rather than what he's been fed by the Jews, Pilate, what do you think? But you see, Pilate doesn't ask the question. Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests have handed you over to me. What is it that you have done? You see, 
Pilate evades the question. <laughs> I'm not a Jew. It's got nothing to do with me. He, he, he evades Jesus. And he does it again in verse 38. As Jesus speaks about testifying to the truth, Pilate says, well, what is truth? And it leaves. You see, Pilate's unable to, to think through things for himself, to weigh up the evidence in front of him, to weigh up what Jesus has said. Instead of thinking it through for himself, well, he evades. And he bases his decisions on what other people have said about him. You see, Pilate can see that Jesus is innocent. And, and doesn't deserve to be killed. Three times, he says, I find no basis for charge against him. But he's too cowardly to side with truth and dismiss the Jews and release Jesus. And so he comes up with a, a clever plan in his mind. He offers to release Jesus uh, with a custom. There was this custom that one prisoner would be released at that time of year. And, and so maybe he thought that he could please the Jewish authorities uh, by offering to release Jesus while expecting the, the gathered crowd to want Jesus released. Maybe he thought he could please everyone involved, both Jesus and the authorities. But the plan backfires massively. Verse 40, they shouted back, no, not him, give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. Look, we don't know a lot about Barabbas, but we do know that he was a nasty piece of work. He was a, a terrorist uh, involved in, in an uprising who committed murder in his struggle against Rome. And the Jews want Barabbas released, someone with a track record of political subversiveness, a, a real danger and threat to the empire. They want Barabbas released rather than Jesus. Their hypocrisy knows no bounds. And it's like they're asking for the release of a convicted ISIS terrorist over the release of, of Dr. James Mukey, the 2020 Australian of the Year. They would rather the convicted ISIS terrorist released rather than the Australian of the Year. That is what they're demanding for as they ask for Barabbas's release. But in Pilate's cowardness, he doesn't deliver justice. He wants to please the people rather than be on the side of truth. Pilate will release a real danger to the empire, the person he should be concerned about, rather than deliver justice so that he can please the crowd. Cowardly Pilate. Pilate's offered to learn the truth. But instead of investigating it for himself, well, he dismisses Jesus and relies on the Jewish authorities' understanding rather than engage with the truth himself. And I reckon we'll have friends like this who might have heard about Jesus through some documentary, through, through a friend or, or a book by an atheist, but haven't actually investigated Jesus for themselves, haven't actually read the Bible or, or listened to Jesus. And instead, of letting, uh, and instead of letting themselves form their own opinions, well, they, they, they deny him based on what someone else has said. And, and if that's you this morning, Jay, it's great to have you with us this morning. Can I encourage you to investigate Jesus for yourself? Uh, read through an account of Jesus and, and look for yourself and ask a friend uh, for help to help you understand it if you need it. 
investigate Jesus for yourself. Or if you've got friends like this, why don't you invite them to read the Bible with you so that they can see what Jesus is actually like and form their own opinion rather than basing it on someone else's. Well, we've seen that the Jews are determined and hypocritical and that Pilate's cowardly. We've seen that the Jews are hypocrites, determined in their desire to kill Jesus. But we've also seen that Pilate is cowardly. He doesn't act with justice despite knowing that Jesus is innocent. Which brings us uh, to Jesus' response. Jesus, he is the king of truth. Pilate asks, are you the king of the Jews? And later he asks, what is it you have done? And Jesus responds first in the negative. Verse 36, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Pilate asks, are you a king? And Jesus responds by speaking about his kingship. And the language of kingship here, it's, it's not political and it's not geographical. It's, it's not of this world. You see, Jesus shows that he is no threat to the Roman Empire. Because if he was a king of this world, one that would concern the empire, well, he would have sent in his servants, his, his troops to fight to prevent his arrest. And yet he gives himself up so easily and, and tells Peter to put away his swinging sword. You see, the kings of this world, they reign and rule by force and violence using guns, bombs, riots, cyber attacks, leaving a trail of blood behind. But Jesus' kingship is not of this world. He doesn't come by force or fighting. He's no threat to Rome. But this doesn't mean that his kingship has no bearing on the world. You see, Jesus, uh, you see, John, who wrote this, this gospel, says elsewhere that the world is conquered by those who believe in Jesus. Those with faith conquer the world. But their struggle and victory doesn't come by armed force, but through faith in the Lord Jesus. You see, Jesus' kingship, his kingdom isn't of this world. And so that means we need to have the right view of of this world and and what this world is like. And and what is this world like? Well, just look at the Jews, hypocrites. And look at Pilate, unjust, cowardly, a brute. And this is what we should expect from the world. We, We shouldn't be surprised when we see politicians being hypocrites and breaking the law who breach COVID travel restrictions and think they're above the law. And we shouldn't be surprised by police brutality when racism and abuse of power lead to a horrific death. And while we want justice for these things, and rightly so, justice should be sought, we must remember that in this world, there will be injustice. There will be hypocrisy. It shouldn't surprise us. God hates all injustice. Politician hypocrisy, police brutality, racism, abuse, corruption. They are all evil and God hates them all, 
all injustice and evil are abhorred by God. But that actually includes our injustice and evil too. The way that we have treated others. And I'm sure that you can think of a way uh, of times when you've treated people poorly. But it's actually so much more than that. It actually includes our rejection and rebellion against God, our maker and our judge. You see, Pilate and the Jews denied and rejected the truth about Jesus. They rejected him as a God in the flesh. And, and we are just like him, like the world, when we deny and reject Jesus. You see, the world will continue to reject Jesus until his return, when he'll finally right all wrongs, when injustice is repaid. But in the meantime, we shouldn't be surprised when we flick through our news feed and hear about the things happening in the world where injustice and hypocrisy rule. But this world isn't Jesus' kingdom. His kingdom's to come. And it's for his kingdom that Jesus willingly and obediently goes to the cross to save those in the world who trust him and to make it possible for us to be part of his kingdom too so that we can long for the day when he will return and and reign in his kingdom. Well, Jesus reigns in his kingdom and he reigns as the king of truth. Jesus has answered Pilate, but he doesn't understand. You see, when Jesus says kingdom, Pilate says, ha, so you, so you are a king. And Jesus answers in verse 37, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. And the very reason Jesus was born became God in the flesh incarnate. Jesus came as king to testify to the truth. You see, Jesus tells Pilate that his kingdom is a kingdom of truth. We've seen it all throughout this gospel as we've been working through it the last couple of years. He's the one who reveals the truth as he's sent by the Father. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He testifies to the truth as as he's carried out his earthly ministry. Jesus is the truth and he testifies to it. But what's Pilate going to do? Because everyone who sides, everyone on the side of truth listens to me, says Jesus. Will Pilate listen to Jesus and his voice? Or will he be persuaded by those who reject Jesus, who reject him and his word? Because to reject Jesus, well, is to reject his word. You see, Jesus is inseparable from his word. After all, he is the word become flesh. And ultimately, Pilate rejects Jesus. He abandons the truth and sends Jesus to the cross to die. What side of truth will you stand on? Can you handle the truth? Unlike the Jews and Pilate, who had ample opportunity to listen, who rejected the truth, they couldn't handle it because they would need to change. But are we on the side of truth? And, and sorry, and for us on the side of truth, 
having listened to Jesus and put our trust in him. And if that's us, we need to listen and obey all of God's word. We can't accept some parts that make us feel lovely and nice and and give us warm fuzzies inside, but then reject those parts that make us feel uncomfortable and go against our culture. We can't accept some and then reject others. Oh, surely he doesn't mean that. Oh, that's just Paul. Don't worry about that. He he doesn't have the same authority as Jesus. Or that's just a, 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 a cultural thing. And that doesn't apply to us today. But you see, we can't do that. We need to listen to all of his word. Because when we listen to Jesus and listen to his voice, we are on the side of truth. We need to listen to Jesus and all of his word on his terms, not ours. Jesus' kingdom reigns in truth. He is the king of truth. And how wonderful it is to know this truth, to know Jesus, the king of truth, who willingly and obediently goes to the cross to save us who trust him, that he may usher in the kingdom and we may be part of it with him. Let's pray and thank God for this. Let's pray. Father God Almighty, we give you great thanks for our Lord Jesus. We thank you that he is the king of truth, who for the purpose, for this purpose was born and for this purpose came to testify about the truth. We thank you that even under immense persecution and dodgy trials, he did not back down from the truth, despite being under terrible injustice and hypocrisy because he is the king of truth. He could never back away from that. And so, Father, we thank you that he is truth and he testifies to the truth. And so we do pray that you would help us listen to him, that we would listen to all of what he says in his word, not just the things we're comfortable with, but the things that are hard as well, so that we can live a life that pleases you in every way. Father, so help us to do that, that we may... Serve and honour you always. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.